Welcome once again to the An African Conquering the World podcast at AACW Podcast on Instagram. Please follow us and like our posts and our comments um, so that we can grow the community and get as much more news as possible to you through the week. Um, we would, we're, we're preparing to make uh, do our Instagram live, our first Instagram live, which will take place sometime, hopefully sometime this month. Uh, preparations are being made please bear with us in the interim um, this is our seventh episode seven and fifty four and today we're going to have a general discussion on some um, some issues that we, we take for granted as designers some citywide issues sometimes and some particular issues the discussion starts from an under, not an understanding though but a, a more an observation of um, certain things in 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 Africa that we don't see too much of in the center of the cities where a lot of us practice. We see them more in the peri-urban and the rural areas. But in a way, those things are defining an architecture um, in Africa. Are defining they define an, an architectural language in Africa that is based on on almost the settling of all the quarrels and all the wars between the styles of architecture that we inherited from our European forebears. Um, so, in, 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 in fact, um, we feel that uh, architecture as, as a profession and the ideology behind architecture must be, in all intents and purposes, renegotiated so that both its output and its ethos can find a new, a new expression, and give architects a long-needed boost that helps us as a profession and as a group to be able to contribute to society in a positive way, to be able to be called to add our intelligence and our input into the into the development of our societies and not called at the end of decisions to either add make, make form around the decisions that have already been made or to window dress other people's ideas none of which is a very bad thing but architects possess a unique kind of intelligence that can be harnessed to solve global issues on a large scale and harnessed to change the world as we know it but unfortunately, especially in Africa, we've either been relegated to the background, which is the typical position we'd like to take, or we have allowed the irrelevant parts of our work become the forefront of our work so much that now we are in the we're in the backdrop of the 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 push to make Africa the greatest place on earth or the next China which is something I'm not really very comfortable with saying but that's the best way to describe what they call Africa rising but um, again you find we find very easily in our in our climb in Africa that the architect is working is walking walking on eggshells consistently and these eggshells that we walk on eventually show up as these 
facades that are made up of square frames. Um, they are reduced facades and the only facade expression or part of the facade expression all the time is the frame. It's not something that you'd notice if, you're, if you don't observe too closely, but if in, in cities, in African cities, you see that the facade always comes with a projecting box that has a frame at its at its at its exterior. Where I'm also guilty of this. We're all guilty of it. It's it's a residual action when we cannot find a we cannot find new ways of negotiating um, the materials we have and the space we're trying to create and the for instance the problems that we find ourselves having to try to solve when we particularly are not in, 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 in we're not involved in the understanding of the problems from beginning we end up making these reactionary frame like um, facades and that now becomes the style uh, again this is not a critique of whether that's great or whether that's not I am not want to I'm not I'm not able to say that at this present moment but I'm just kind of saying it as it is so like I said we work on eggshells in, in, in architecture and those eggshells show up in the peri-urban and the rural areas in Africa as a, a, a diet of columns that are supposed to be gotten from antiquity not African antiquity, for instance, uh, European antiquity, which again, architecture is a global art. So um, we all have almost an equal claim to the history of architecture, just depending on where where we want to apply that claim and how we want to apply it. So if we if if that is a fact, then we find also that um, those columns, in a way, seem to be saying that all the all the differences in the architectural milieu and the architectural ethos in especially in european architecture since time immemorial find their settlement and find peace in africa in rural africa being that on the on the side of the roads when you travel in many parts of rural africa you find these prefab columns being sold as part of the construction diet of forced concrete building. So you see that um, what those columns do is to hide a lot of times badly constructed concrete. So the columns now create a fanciful facade that has no real architectural understanding behind it. So in a way, the guys who are selling those columns are almost like grocery store store sellers that have columns as part of their I mean it's the same thing as putting meats different types of meat in a grocery store or different types of veggies in a grocery store and you find that uh, you, you find that, that that's the same ideology that those columns which at a point in architecture where a sacred a sacred language of expression I, I don't really believe that but they found their new home in rural Africa as prefabricated columns that are made in parts and are able to be in theory either added to create certain combinations that 
the initial originators of those columns never thought about or are able to be dismantled at the whim of the owner of the building and replaced with new kind of classical languages as the owner either develops in finances or develops in cultural tastes in a way so as 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 on as as um as unarchitectural as those things are in a way they are creating a new kind of architectural business and indeed a new language that practicing architects tend to want to walk away from because it doesn't it doesn't speak the same language that we do with our daily work but i can i i i posit and i argue here that those frames that we forcefully make and culminate our architecture with in the center of the city are a version of those clip-on columns that the rural guys the guys in the rural area used to make their architecture uh, uh, sound so it means that in a way i am equating the rural architectural output and its its need for floral columns with the, the, the present milieu in the cities and their need for forced minimal streamlining into uh, sorts of frames which again this, this is just commentary this is not um, pointing fingers at anybody the only thing I'm pointing now is at Bobobiri the, the I don't know what it is it is a hotel and, the, and a bar and all that in Koi in, in Lagos, Nigeria I believe and I posit here that Bogobiri is absolutely utter trash anyways back to the matter at hand um, again you'll find that these we're calling those columns those, those column sellers we're calling it a Jankara market of columns because you can get all sides, sorts of columns all sorts of clip-on columns of different eras and different styles that you can combine to form new types of classical um, responses and that happens in of all places the african village so again i think that this is an invention that we we've not looked at properly it might not be the greatest of inventions but we've not looked at it properly in our bid to create uh, a more minimalist architecture in the city but it's something that we can learn from to actually create a springboard to make architecture even more preferred and even more accessible because what the rural what that jankara market of columns in the rural areas is showing us is that rural africa is prepared for real architecture but it must be clip-on in a certain way and it must be able to be sold on the road in bits and cut and pieces and so that the, 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 the buyers of this architecture can recombine with their intellectual prowess in a way that they find fitting to their need for expression. Thank you very much for listening for another 10 minutes. We'll, we'll be here again next this same time next week. Please follow us on Instagram at AACW Podcast and like, comment and let's have a discussion. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend. Cheers.